Well, hello and good day, marvelous podcast family. What a privilege and honor to be with you once again. We've got a phenomenal episode of the show for you today. We have Eric Cassabury on, and we are talking about the future of wellness, longevity, and anti-aging. In the show, we dive into Eric's long and amazing background. We talk about biohacking, the aura ring, lifestyle for longevity, uh, the water jug hydration hack, using a performance day, hyperbaric chambers, uh, methylene blue, optimizing supplements, saunas, why discipline equals freedom, uh, staying optimistic while realistic because Eric is a very successful entrepreneur as well, a powerful way to learn about failure, creating discipline from mistakes, having a quick recovery plan, and so much more. This is a great show because Eric is really a biohacking longevity wellness expert, but he's also a very successful entrepreneur. So he shares a lot of great mindset techniques and philosophies and tools around wellness, longevity, and entrepreneurship. So I know you're going to enjoy this show. And if you do, please share it far and wide. Uh, If you want to become a member, head over to mattbelair.com and become a member for free or by donation, and you'll be able to get exclusive content. And for those of you guys who want to work with me one-on-one, you're really wanting to design your life from your heart, from your soul, from from your authentic being, and you need to get very, very clear, overcome any kind of limitations, some past traumas you might know you have or might not know you have. And then we use all the spirituality, peak performance mindset tools to design, create, plan, and build a life by your authentic design that's connected to you, God, and your highest self. If that sounds like something you're interested in, go to mattbelair.com forward slash coaching, and I'd love to work with you. So that's it. Let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we dive into this show. Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with joy, peace, contentment, power, faith, courage, and get ready to enjoy this phenomenal episode with Eric Cassabury. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind, Body, and Spirit Show. I'm your host, Matt Belair. If you guys want to support this show, please go over to mattbelair.com and become a member for free or by donation. But the best way you can support this show is to consider doing three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Today's guest is a highly acclaimed serial entrepreneur. He started retro fitness in the heart of the 2008 recession, experiencing unexpected and unprecedented growth during what was otherwise described as dark economic times, he eventually grew the gym franchise to 150 locations nationwide. Today, he is the founder and CEO of the country's first anti-aging and human longevity franchise brand, Serotonin Centers, a first-of-its-kind concept created to help men and women nationwide take control of their personal well-being, boost their health span, and enjoy the aging process. Welcome to the show, Eric Cassabury. Hi, Matt. Thank you for having me. Great to have you on the show. I don't know if I did your, did I get your last name right? I don't think I did. (laughs) 
It was close. Very close. Caster Bury. It, 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 was, it was better than most. <laughs> okay, great. Well, it's great to have you on the show. You know, when I looked up your background, you've done a lot, you know, and uh, a lot in the health, wellness, longevity, entrepreneurship. Uh, you've kind of <laughs> done quite a bit. So why don't you just uh, share with our audience a little bit about your background, some of the things that you've done. Uh, you've written a book and uh, just what you're up to today and how you got into this. I started back in the health and fitness industry uh, as a teenager. I've worked at gyms most of my life. I really enjoyed exercise and working out. Uh, as uh, a young teenager, I wanted to have a membership at a gym. So my mother said, well, you know what? If you go and work there, the membership's for free. It was a win-win. So I went and I worked there. I uh, learned a lot about, uh, as I say, urinal cakes and uh, toilet bowl cleaning and worked my way through that system as I enjoyed my free gym membership and eventually started uh, personal training clients and working at the front desk and learning sales and all the processes. But all along the way, I was improving my health, uh, my strength, um, something as an athlete that I thought was super important. But then I realized as I got older that it was really important um, for what we've talked about today calling health span and lifespan and longevity. Uh, but then it was just really um, trying to keep myself and my body like safe and healthy. And it was, you know, I was always worried about like, you know, having, you know, issues with my health and my mom had passed away when I was very young. So that was like one of those things that really made it even more important. So I had spent almost all of my career, my adult career, 100% of it in the health and wellness space. And I had uh, gone to college for exercise science, wound up dropping out and pursuing my passion for entrepreneurship. But I had spent so much time on the human body. And I'm still enamored with it. I, I do it now as a hobby. I still start, go to seminars and, and study and, and listen to the, all these great podcasts that are out there. There's so much information now. It's, it's, it's infinite, if you will. Uh, but I love it. And it wound up leading to the next iteration of what we do today. And that's serotonin. But prior to serotonin, I had a fitness center franchise because I was so interested in scaling the health and wellness space. And I wanted to touch more lives. And I, could, and, and I realized it was a great business opportunity built into that. Um, and I used the franchise model to scale the business. And it was tremendously successful um, through the mid-2000s. And that led me to the next frontier, which I was starting to biohack myself. And I was one of those early adopters to biohacking. I was going to the conferences and doing things like intermittent fasting and keto diets before they were cool and in vogue. <laughs> and, then, and spent a lot of time on understanding inflammation and cortisol management and dry sauna and, and, and paying attention to some of the, the great people that are out there now writing books about this stuff. And it led me into the anti-aging space, which is now labeled as the anti-aging space. And that is what drove me to start the serotonin brand. I stepped down as the CEO for my fitness brand in 2019. And I started working immediately on the anti-aging space. And I started going to all the conferences, getting more educated, uh, learning about the softwares that would apply to that business, the technology that applied to that business. Uh, and spent the better part of two years during the whole COVID period, I worked harder than I've ever worked in my entire career. And it was to build what we now sit inside of a serotonin center and giving all the services from hormone replacement therapy to aesthetics, to medical weight loss and uh, recovery services, you know, hyperbaric chambers. We do all that stuff, but that whole model was built um, during the, the COVID period. I just spent, 18 hour days, just, you know, killing my, killing my time and killing my days just working this thing to get it to where I knew it was what the, our, our client and our customer would want. 
while while you've been in the space for a long time and there's a lot of ways we can go i know biohacking is a big one and we're all looking for health wellness and longevity and when you're younger right you you were trying to well i don't know myself i can say i'm looking at stronger faster now as i get older and i'm a dad i'm like oh you know I was snowboarding the other day and i'm a little bit like i'm still doing things i do but i won't I'm not as nuts as I used to be. I'm like a little <laughs> bit more cautious, you know what I mean? Where like in the recovery, I don't really want to, you know, eat it. I'm kind of a little bit more in my uh, safety zone, uh, but I'm, but I'm still progressing. But I know that as you get older, if you haven't taken care of your health, like the number one thing is just going to the gym, right? You you've covered those basics. And now you're looking at this human optimization, anti-aging longevity side. And I'm curious, what are the, some of the things that you offer and that you learned? Like if someone out there is like, you want the basics of anti-aging or the basics of longevity, have you come across some principles and tools? Cause I would assume, you know, that you're not one of those people that says, okay, go take this uh, pill or do the process. It's going to be all done. It's like this un, uh, all encompassing uh, methodology that has tools that help. It certainly is a lifestyle. And I would tell you, you know, if someone said, Hey, what's the one hack or the one thing you could do? It, it's interesting because it's free and you have to do it no matter what. And it doesn't, it, it, it's, it's part of your life already. And that's sleep. Now, sleeping properly is probably the number one anti-aging thing you can do for yourself. It's all about recovery. It's all about regeneration. That's the time your body needs to manage it. I, I think one of the best pieces of technology that ever came out was the Aura Ring that I'm wearing right now. It's It, it does one of the best jobs, I think, at at least the, the important things of sleep, you know, HRV, deep sleep, REM sleep, you know, it gives you the categories, has a nice backdrop uh, UI when you work with the app. But for... A lot of people that come to us, you know, when we look at that and we ask them about sleep, you know, people think, oh, I go to bed at, you know, 11 and I wake up at seven, I'm getting eight hours. They're really not though. Like they're going to bed at 11, they're tossing and turning till midnight, finally fall asleep. And then when they fall asleep, they wake up to pee at two or three, maybe they've got a prostate issue or another issue underlying. And then they toss and turn a little more and they, they, they wake up at 6.30 and get out of bed at seven. When you look at that data, it's probably like really a, a six or a five and a half hours sleep time which is not ideal and it's really broken pattern. So it's things like that, that um, we talk a lot about. We don't just talk about all the services we do, which of course are important, but we also talk about lifestyle with our clients. We talk about, you know, are you exercising? You know, how does your sleep work? When do you stop turning off, you know, at, at your devices? What time is your last meal? All of these things have to do with getting ready for sleeping and preparing for rest and recovery. And we teach them about understanding about staying hydrated during your waking hours and, and how to manage that and how to manage your feeding times. And there's so many important little steps you can take that really are just habits, things you're going to do anyway, but you're just have, you're not, maybe not be doing in the right sequence, or maybe you just have too much of something and not enough of another. Um, so without even looking at your blood work or doing any of that other great stuff that we do, if you just start working on those types of things right at the gate, they don't cost you anything, but you can manage them. And, and that's what's really important. Most people don't manage their daily lifestyle and they should. Yeah, that's a really um, key component because it's very simple, um, but we don't often take a um, self-assessment, right? Like hydration, for example. You know, I know this, for example, but I don't you know, do it often. Like I, I think my hydration, I just go through a day often where I'm just like, holy smokes, like I did not drink enough water again. And, you know, number one is knowing the questions to ask, right? And then having a view and look, is like, oh, you know what? It's my sleep and my diet. Now I can uh, go ahead 
and make some changes, which are going to affect my blood work, my mental health, my mindset, my energy, and all these other things. And then I can kind of yeah. tweak and, and have a model. So when we think about that model, um, when you do an assessment, what are the, some of the things you covered? You just shared there, but maybe you can kind of, if someone wants to do a self-assessment right now, what are some of the things they look at? <laughs> Well, one of the really important things we do, and, I, and we tell people all everyone should really do this, is, is getting your annual blood work, but also understanding what should be on those panels. So, you know, a full panel from us has, has your hormones, it has your A1C, fasted glucose, you know. So understanding like a self-assessment really is a little more scientific, right? So you can look at your behavioral patterns, which is one portion of that self-assessment. Like, what am I doing on my daily reg? But you also need to know like what's happening in my body at this point in time while I'm doing this. And then you, you know, we will do blood work for some clients every 90 days. You know, the people that are really serious about it, um, at minimum, it should be once a year, once you really get your pattern down and you know what your body's doing. But up until you get to that point, sometimes you might do blood work three to four times a year during year one, and maybe goes to two times a year, year two, and then maybe you're on an annual uh, once you're really dialed in tight. Um, and then you start assessing your your habits, your, your patterns. And, and just a little hack to what you talked about. They have some really awesome water jugs. You could probably get them out of Amazon. And they you fill it up once a day. And it, you know, and you know what I drank today. And that's, I, I literally have mine. Like it's, it's, it, I, I take it everywhere. My wife says, you got to stop carrying that thing like in the supermarket at this point. <laughs> but I take it all over the place because um, I'm fanatical about it because I do understand how the benefit of staying properly hydrated, how dehydrated most of us are, and how it affects so many other things that we do our performance, our thinking, you know, our, our just lots of, of, of important things. And then you look at, Hey, how do I end my day? How am I closing my day? So when you look at like what you do in a 24 hour period, right? Things that have to happen, you know, eat, sleep, work, you know, play, exercise, family. Um, and you start kind of putting that onto a, an semblance of a lifestyle calendar for your health. You start making decisions a little bit differently when you look at it through the lens of health and health span. And you'll start making decisions a little bit differently. Maybe you're taking some vitamin supplements in there. Maybe you're doing some. Um, so nutrition balancing, macronutrient balancing. So, we, you know, there's all kinds of wonderful things that we teach people about. And then you get to the other stuff that you might need, like whether it's, is it a certain prescription they may need for some assistance on, on weight control, or is it a hormone replacement therapy uh, plan and protocol that we'll put together for them? All of these things are really important. Uh, or is it just, hey, I have a really high cortisol and I got a ton of inflammation happening. Like, do they just need to be in a red light bed, you know, three, four days a week for a month just to get that under control? Wow. Well, I love that. And I like the idea of the, the, um, nighttime, you didn't use the word ritual, but that's kind of what I'm thinking of, like a, a routine yeah. or a ritual, you know, it's, it's so important. You know, we talk about the red light often, right. Watching TV before you go to bed, all these different things. Um, also when I was teaching a lot of athletes, what I, and even actually when it moved into more life coaching stuff, it would be like the visualization of a day review. So you can kind of look at your whole day. Then you kind of see what kind of patterns you're running mentally, right? So you might be in high stress a lot. You might be, um, you know, high temper, You, but also at the same time, then you can imprint what you want. Like, what are you trying to visualize? What are you trying to create? So for an athlete, it's very simple. We're looking at performance. So we're looking at training and, and things like that. But when you go from the entrepreneurship perspective, you might be building a business. You might be building a lifestyle for your family. And what that does, is kind of before you go to bed, it's, it's setting the unconscious mind to work and you're focusing your intent while getting good sleep and high energy. So now you're a little bit more intentional with your day. Yeah. yeah and that's one of the things I tell people, it's a great coaching tool is to be intentional with you. That's a great way to say that, Matt. 
uh, most people are not the day runs them that are run the day. And that's, you know, I, I, I think a great solution to that is just a planner. You know, get, I still, right. I still have my Zig Ziglar performance planner, right. I use it every day. <laughs> it's one of those things where I, I set it out in the night before I review it the morning of, and then throughout the day, I just check all things we're doing and stay, try to stay as close as I can. Little fires are going to pop up. You got to deal with it. That's life, especially if you're in business or you got a job, but you've got to, you know, you got to stick to the plan though. Yeah. And, you know, we were touched on this a little bit, you know, when we look into biohacking and technologies, it can be very exciting. You know, the infra- infrared saunas, and I think you said you have a, a chamber, uh, cold baths, you've got um, deprivation tank, all these things are exciting. And I love using them all. And I'm excited about them. A lot, often people will say, you know, this is like the best thing It's like the shrine. What I've come to realize is that if you've never done anything like meditation or, or tried any of these, and then you go into like a deprivation tank, or you try the Wim Hof, it's going to be game changing for you because you have never experienced any of these things. Now, when you use them as tools, and you become more familiar with this kind of training and technologies. They're not, you know, they're all useful. They're all excellent tools. And when you started researching this stuff, have you found some tools that are a little bit more uh, effective in getting the results that you want? Yeah. You know, every time I turn over a rock, there's 900 little rocks underneath that rock. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. So when when we got into hyperbaric therapy and we were researching like who were the best, you know, medical practitioners in there, and we came across uh, an incredible doctor, Dr. Cher, um, you know, he actually, you know, we talked through protocols for hyperbaric chamber, but he introduced me to methylene blue and I had never even heard of methylene blue at the time. And I was like, what the heck is that? And you see it online. You can, I think there's like a hashtag like smurf tongue, right? And it's uh, methylene <laughs> blue. Um, it, they make a really super pure form of this. We actually sell it at our, at our retail area here at our stores now. Um, and you put it in there and it's an incredible mitochondrial hack. Like it's really good. And they make it just a straight up called, I think it's called just true blue, just a regular blue, plain methylene blue. And then there's one that has um, a very uh, real purified version of nicotine, a little bit of caffeine in it, which really lights your brain up incredibly. And there's one that like kind of calms you down. So you have like three, three different types. But, you know, I, I have found so many new things along the way. But as I was exploring some of the other things, I'm like, wow, I'm like I didn't even understand, you know, how to hack mitochondria at that deep level. Uh, and I, I learned more about cold plunging. Like, listen, cold ice baths have been around since I've been in high school, right? I mean, every time you got an injury, you went to an ice bath. But now it's a, it's a it's a really interesting biohack for people that are trying to do other things. It 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 it, it you know helps with brown fat. It helps with um, neurocognitive stuff, recovery. I mean, this it it was just purely inflammation back in the day, like just and it was really isolated inflammation. Like put your knee in this ice bath. It wasn't like submerge your whole body in. Uh, so it's it it's everything is evolving. It's still evolving. Right? I mean, it just seems like you know I'm always excited about the next thing that's coming out because technology is speeding up information. So we're finding and we're getting to a place that this is, uh, we're just at the beginning of this beautiful arcing wave that's happening. Well, that's fascinating because I've never heard of methylene blue. And I love hearing about these new, um, whether they're supplements or technologies, they're all exciting and kind of pushing you in a, in a direction of health and wellness. And then I find some people like myself anyway, can be a little bit overwhelmed. I remember at one point in my life, I was trying to do the morning routine and my morning routine took me two hours, you know, and I did this for quite a while. It just got ridiculous. I'm journaling and doing affirmations and doing an hour of, and I was like, holy smokes, I'm going to have to narrow this down. And then when it comes to supplements, uh, often from the podcast or people that I have, I'll take these different supplements that I, I believe work and they're good. Um, but I've never been able to master like the supplements or the extras in a way where 
I'm taking it daily and I'm fully optimized and I'm really uh, focused and for you in, in exploring these different um, facets. I'm curious, what would you recommend to people for like your top, whether it's like supplements or, or training or um, like hacks, you know what I mean? Like some people like the sauna or the infrared is, is starting to become really big. Now, some people are, are really big into certain diets. And I'm just curious from all the things that you've studied and seen, what are some of the ones that uh, you tend to recommend? So I'll go one category at a time. So I'm a supplement yeah. junkie, right? So I mean, we have an incredible, we have serotonin nutraceuticals, right? So we, we simplified it by making these little packets for people and we base it on their blood work and stuff. So to your point, like they don't understand what they don't understand. So they say, oh my God, I'm taking this supplement. I don't know if I'm optimized. Well, we know through your blood work because we know what you're deficient in. We know what you need to be better in. And we know what supports hormones. We know what supports weight loss. So we make a packet based on your goal. Um, so if you're a hormone client, you're going to get K2D3, you're going to get a high dose of that, you're going to get DHEA in there, right? It's going to support testosterone, you're going to get a metallization nutrient in there, which is going to help optimizing the transportation of, of, of hormone. So we do things very specific in supplements for supplement goals. And I'm, I probably take 25 to 30 pills a day of all various different types of supplements. Uh, and David Asprey is another one. He's, I think he takes more than I do. I, I, you know, I've seen his, he's, he has some great posts about it. Um, <clears throat> but I'm a big fan of supplementation because we just cannot properly get the, the, as much as I wish we could, we just can't get the nutrition we need from the foods we eat anymore because the soil we're cultivating on has been rape, robbed and pillaged for, you know, an, an, an enormous amount of time. And, and we have really over engineered how we process our food. So it's, it's problematic and really hard to get the nutrients we used to be able to get just 15, 20 years ago, let alone, you know, 50 years ago. Um, so for my routine wise, I have a, an interesting morning routine also. Like, you know, I, I do believe you got to rise a little bit earlier than most to get it done. Um, but it does include, um, I'm a fan of dry sauna, not infrared. And not that infrared's bad. I have, I have friends ask me this all the time. I'm putting a sauna in my house. What should I put in? And I tell them they're all great. Sauna's awesome. Just do it. But all of the studies that were done uh, by Dr. Volongo in Finland were mostly done in dry sauna. So if you look at the all-cause mortality studies that Dr. Rhonda Patrick talks about um, she, it, and Dr. Volongo writes about, all of those, and that's the largest cohort, by, by the way, of people that were followed um, and tested, this, this is uh, based on, it was done in dry sauna. So dry sauna is hot rocks, you know, maybe you have a ladle in there, you know, wood sauna, old school. Um, I used to put those in my gyms years and years ago when we first started. We don't do it anymore. Now we actually coming back. So it's interesting. We probably should have kept them. But I have one in my house and I use it every single day. So I use it five to six times a week. Um, it's a non-negotiable. Um, heat shock proteins are super important. Uh, in fact, uh, Hubbard just did a great post about it. Uh, he did have it on his podcast about why what happens, how, what it sauna does when you get to that very uncomfortable place, the chemical your brain releases that causes it to, to have the heat shock protein release, uh, which of course has um, some amazing be benefits that are tied to all of these, these things you read about in these articles. I cold plunge after that. And that's all done after I work out, by the way, which is done fasted. So backing up, I do a 16-8 fast. I train fasted now, very easy to get used to. First time sucks, second time sucks even more. About a fourth to fifth training session, you can do it. Um, I sauna after that. So I go right into ketosis. When I come out of the sauna, like I'm pissing acetone, like literally, like it smells like nail polish remover in the toilet bowl. Like that's how you know you're in ketosis. <laughs> I bounce in and out. I don't have to stand it all day. Um, and then I uh, I cold plunge. And then after I'm done cold plunging, uh, I do, uh, I usually in the sauna, I'll do some meditative prayer. Like I'll do a rosary or I'm like, I'm old school Catholic, right? So that's, that's my shtick. Um, but I'll do my meditation. I'll do my breathing. Um, I get that in, I'll do some grounding also. So I'll go find a patch of grass and I'll stand on it for a period of time while I do some breath work. 
Um, and then I start my real day. Then I go into my coffee and then I bust my fast. But in, what, what's similar to a bulletproof coffee, like one of David Asprey's type, you know, he kind of put it on the map, right? But it's it's more of a keto protein coffee. For me, it's a, it's got, you know, MCT oils in there. I put all my mushroom elixirs in that. I put my collagen protein. My coffee is just a, it's it's a concoction, if you will. It's 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 <laughs> it's, it's the, the end all. I mean, it, it winds up being a 32 ounce drink. I mean, this is the size of the mug. I don't know if you can see this. Uh, it, it winds up being, and this is, and this is, and then there's like half a blender still left. So, and I drink it over the course of like the first hour. I don't just chug that down. I let my body, you know, cause you're suppressing your mTOR so much. And I use slamming all this protein and amino acids, which is great. So you get that, that, you know, that amazing benefit from that. Um, so again, just hacking away at all the, over the years and years and years of stuff, my routine developed over years of doing this stuff but at 49 years old i can out train most 20 year olds my son's 20 and i work out with him and his friends whenever they want and i, I bury him every time intentionally um, but i do that <laughs> but that's part of my goal right that's i love that about what i did for my body like i i got it to a place where it's really doing better and when i get that inflammation i manage it with red light therapy so i do red light therapy three days a week so i can train the way i train and do what i just told you i do because when i train when i say about that training session it is intense i lift heavy stuff and i train at a very high heart rate i wear a heart rate monitor through all of it so instantly i wore a glucose monitor and a heart rate monitor in the sauna like i i track everything so i was a data fanatic about this stuff um, and it was wild what would happen um, on all of the metrics so just sitting in the sauna one of the reasons why i believe it's so effective at all cause mortality reducing cardiovascular disease is because my heart rate will spike as if I'm running, like running outdoors in the heat. It'll it'll pop up and it'll stay sustained, but I'm not putting any inflammation additional on my body. I'm sitting still. So it's mm -hmm. amazing. My heart's racing like I'm running. I'm perspiring. I'm releasing heat shock proteins and I'm adding no inflammation to my joints. So that's a really cool thing. So even people that say, oh, how do I get in shape if I can't work out? I have an injury. Go sit in the sauna. Your, your heart rate will race. You'll get, you'll get all kinds of toxins out of your, out of your body by perspiring properly uh, and, and build yourself to the temperature that you can handle and build yourself to the time you can do it. But that's my protocol. That works for me. Everyone's is a little bit different. Mine is an extreme version of a lot of biohackers. Wow. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. There's a lot of gems in there. I like the, you know, I learned about the collagen and the coffee. So did that for a bit. And then there's all kinds of mushroom elixirs out there. Right. So if you could just pick, you know, a couple, right. And just in, and work on the understanding and see what you can implement. I think that's a big one. Um, I like your morning routine. I think a lot of people who are very successful have some sort of morning routine and whatever your spiritual base, it's like, you know, a, it's your intention and a connection with a higher power, whatever that is to you. I feel like that's uh, very helpful. You know, I've, I've listened to the philosophies of certain, you know, let's say atheists or, or different um, viewpoints, and I find them to be very uh, uninspiring is only a nice way to put it. You know, it's like, I feel like if we have this higher purpose, we're going to be more motivated and more connected and more intentional. Then it, it feels, it feels like a much more powerful frame of mind to go. Uh, through. And so, you know, when you went through the recession, you're also, you know, as you say, a serial entrepreneur, you're very successful. Um, I imagine you're fairly productive for doing all the things you've done. For someone who is like, they're in their life right now and they are learning, like maybe they're struggling with money. Maybe they want to move a little bit more to their purpose. Maybe they failed before. Um, you know, what kind of suggestions do you have for people who are just trying to like make their mark or at least have a, a lifestyle and a living where they can, begin to pursue the entrepreneurial road because i i think that 
the world would benefit from more entrepreneurs because we're going into fields that we're interested in when we know ourselves. And that almost always is beneficial to other people. You know, more gyms doesn't mean uh, more unhealthy people. It means more opportunity for people to take care of their health. And then there's the mindset and all the other things you can kind of grow up that ladder. But if you have terrible health, you know, you can't go to that next level. That's the first thing you need to fix to get to the next one. So I'd be curious if you can uh, share some tips on that. So I've coached a lot of young entrepreneurs and I, and I still, I just did a, we did a philanthropy thing where we, we bring a bunch of young people together and we kind of set them on a path and we give them different types of speakers. It was really cool to be part of that. And I, I'll give you some of the, uh, I'll share with your listeners some of the advice that, you know, I shared with those folks. Uh, you always want to a, do something that you really care and you're really passionate about because that will drive you. And I wrote that in my book, Just Make Money. Um, and the book is an entrepreneurial dream. And it's kind of a, you know, the Just Make Money is really just a, a, a tag statement. It's an attention getter. Uh, the drive of the whole book is really about the entrepreneurial spirit. And that really comes down to finding something that you're super passionate about because that will drive you to continue to innovate and get up and run to the, to the business or, or the, the task at hand. Uh, it's going to take a certain amount of drive. Behind all that takes a certain type of person. There's no great business without great great people, right? And especially leadership. And, and leaders have to do things that are really hard. And it, there is no easy road. There is no easy road to success. I wouldn't sit here and tell you that I'm a 25-year overnight success. There's, there's, there, that's just how it is. And, and you know, the nice cars and nice houses and all the wonderful things, the things that come along with it are just a representation of the hard work and effort that went into that discipline, the discipline that was required for that success. Um, and Jocko Wilnick says it's great in his book, Discipline Equals Freedom, right? It's true. You have to do certain things that make you uncomfortable in order to be successful. There, the, the entitlement speech doesn't work. It, it doesn't work in business. There, there's no elevator to the top. All those cliches have a lot of truths in them. Uh, so I tell people that the patience is your, and Gary Vaynerchuk talks about that too, right? You have to be patient you hear him you know, all the time preaching that. And, and, and there is a lot of truth to why Gary says that. The, the fact is that if you love something enough, it doesn't feel painful to do that though, because you're going through it. My journey was incredible. My journey through fitness industry for 20 years, I can't even believe it was 20 years. It feels like it was 20 minutes. I loved every minute of it. I, I, I was sleeping in tanning beds in my first gym. I was working you know, 24 hour days, right? We, we opened the gym at, at five, we closed the gym at midnight and we opened again at five. Like it was like, and when you're starting a business, you just do that. You do those shifts, every shift. Um, but you do it because you're passionate about it and it's something you can take care of and you're growing and exciting. So when you're listening and, and you want to find your way and your path, I say always start with where your heart leads you. Um, your head might lead you to money or something else, but your heart will lead you to what you want to do. And you got to pay attention for that. And then the money will always come. Like that part always comes. Well, I, I love that and, and totally agree. I feel like you know, I'm actually coaching a young person right now in his teenage years. And it's fun because I'm like, oh man, I wish I knew all this stuff when I was a teenager. You know, we'll have to talk after what your your training maxes are because I've been trying to get uh, as strong as I can, you know? So the last couple of years, I just want to be strong, crazy, crazy strong um, because I've been, I haven't been able to snowboard as much. But now that I've been snowboarding, it's funny because I'm, I'm about 25 pounds heavier than I was last time. And I'm I'm a little bit stiffer, but it's starting to come back. I'm like a barrel of, of beef going down the mountain. And I have like the biggest pants ever. Like I'm in like double XL pants now because my butt is so big from squats. It's just a little bit ludicrous. I just like a punch ball. But like it's it's that goal, um, I think is important, right? So I've got the fitness goal, but then there's the idea in coaching this this young person where it's like he wants to know what he wants to do with his life. 
And I said, like, if you follow money first, and this says this in almost all spiritual books, uh, you can't pursue uh, God and mammon or money or materialism. And a lot of the um, good spiritual texts will talk about this pursuit of spiritual growth and the idea that if you, and also, yeah, the idea that, you know, if you're passionate about it, like you said, the effort won't be as painful. Like, yes, it is painful. There is no easy route, but it's your perspective around the pain. Or, or the efforting, right? You can just say, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of effort, but I love putting these hours in because I'm so interested and fascinated and curious about this. Right. And I can see how this benefits other people. So it's much more important than thinking about and, and how most people do it is like, how can I make the most amount of money with like the least amount of work with something I don't hate, right? So we start right. to skew away, right? And we go to this very mental, very material, but you're going to, I feel you're going to be a lot more fulfilled um, if you start to pursue and lead with your heart over your head, and it doesn't mean you have to shuck responsibility. It just means right. that your gaze is a little different. I'd love for you to speak on that and maybe some failure or just kind of comment on what I said. Yeah. I, this, you're, you're talking our language here, right? I mean, it, it's the, the entrepreneurial spirit is, is built around pulling up your, your bootstraps and keep moving forward, right? I mean, you're going to get knocked down and you're going to have those days. And, and I, I tell everyone I talk to that asks me these types of questions that it's not all roses in the garden. There's, it's just not the case. You can't affirmation your way out of that. Like you can, you can try, <laughs> but it's not happening. So you've just got, you've got to kind of weed every so often. You got to get in, you got to yank the weeds out, right? I'm a you know, big fan of Tony Robbins, really part of my career. And I learned a lot at that at his business mastery and, and his unleashed the power. I've done, I've done a bunch of his stuff. And I, it was those nuggets of how to stay optimistic, get realistic, but because you've got to still do these certain tasks. Uh, and I think that, you know, cultural shifts have changed some of it. I think how some of the technologies changed some of it also people, you know, I think the expectation of wanting everything now and instant gratification has become a problem to the process. And there, and, I'm not saying that the process is time, you know, and you just can't change that. And you've got to do, I would say if I had not had the fortunate uh, time to put in and, and learn all of the small details of operating a gym, for instance, of what it takes to make sure that the equipment was, was clean or the upholstery was, was, was properly sewn or well, you name it, uh, you know, how to grease a rod on, 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 on a rail of a, of a, of a, a machine. Like, you know, all of that stuff, because you learn about it, you're like, oh, man, that's so important, because that's an experience my client's going to have. And if it's not perfect, they're going to think it's, you know, they're going to go on to my competitor, or they're going to leave. Um, so you, getting really granular in a business is important, especially in the early years. You know, later, you can, you can go up to 30,000 feet, but you got to be granular in the beginning. And that takes time, and that takes a lot of effort. And that is not fun for some people. If you love what you do, it becomes manageable and tolerable. And maybe some people might call it fun. But there's just some things that are not going to be, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I can't believe I did that. And you'll be proud of yourself for doing that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I feel like there's so much benefit to knowing every detail. I have a one friend of mine who's incredibly successful and, uh, but he would, he would work like uh, in like film production and editing and all these different things mm -hmm. he could do the top of the level and he would have no problems doing the very basic thing. Every time I saw him work, he was the hardest worker in the room, 
probably the most knowledgeable could do any skill. And when he didn't know something, he went to figure it out. So then he became highly, highly valuable and your attitude, you know, around these things, maybe, you know, you're probably just a little bit older than I am, but I think your generation and your father's generation was a lot harder working than even what was instilled in my generation and the one before. Right. And so that mindset and that perspective around hard work or even effort, you know, and especially effort towards something that you're passionate about is so important. And it's a necessary part of the process because we're being conditioned for this quick gratification where, okay, I'll, you know what, Eric, I'll go do my, my passion, but when will I get paid and how easy will this be? And that mindset, you will definitely fail. It has to be something that you care about, that you're willing to work towards, that you're willing to yeah. fail. And I, I'd love for you to just speak a little bit on just failure, you know, as an entrepreneurship, we all fail. Like what's the mindset that you need around just longevity and, and life and, and entrepreneurship? I, I tell people what you're, you're going to hear often that you know failure is truly a learning experience. So I've always looked back on my career and I don't necessarily look at them as failures because I was an optimist, right? So I would look at them as not just learning lessons. You know, you see those memes on Instagram and everywhere else on Twitter. Um, but for me, it was more of just, oh, you got punched in the face. Okay. So you got punched in the face. <laughs> like you're going to go, are you going to lay on the mat? Or are you going to get up and you're going to keep fighting? So I always looked at, at belly blows as an opportunity. I, it would actually motivate me, which is kind of a little bit twisted for some people because I would look at getting knocked down or, or something that I made a mistake on as motivation. I was like, you know what? That happened. That will not happen again. And here's why, because here's what I learned and here's what I did wrong. Now let me go do it the right way. Um, and then you, you create a discipline out of that and you make less mistakes and you have less failures because you're ultra disciplined. So I always tell people when you do stupid shit and you make those mistakes and you get knocked <laughs> down, you need to get more discipline in your behavior, in your actions, in your thought process, in your patterns, uh, because it will create a shorter path to success. The shortest path to success is a high level of discipline. So, but that takes a lot of work for some people, right? Until it becomes second nature for you. So anytime I've gotten into a place where I have gotten you know, knocked down to the mat or body blowed and hit the knee, I've never... Like, I don't look back on any part of the career and I've had ups and downs like every, everyone else, but I don't look down on any portion like, man, that kind of really sucked because it really didn't. It might have sucked for a minute, but if you don't have a quick recovery time, you're doomed. You're doomed in everything. If, you, if someone God forbid, tells you you got some kind of you know, life-threatening illness or something, you can't just wallow in that. You can think about it for a moment, but then you better get on to the conclusion and get on to the success plan. And if you don't, you're, you're only wasting time in that place emotionally. And I do that with my businesses also. Like I, uh, you don't get the win. Maybe they make the great sale. Okay. Next, next, next. Like you got to have the next up mentality in your head. And that's for any great athlete. That's for any great business person. That's for any great successful marriage uh, with children. You got you to be able to move to the next thing. You got to be able to say, nope, let's, we're going to, we're going to get the lesson. We're going to go on and we're going to get better. Um, and that happens in business. You got to hope that that will continue through your career so you have more success over time and you get more wins and losses and that's how the game is played i love all that and i really love your sentence the shortest path to success is a high level of discipline uh it's so true it's so simple um you know it's not complicated but and i think that first thing that you we need to go back to is the heart right where's the heart leading that will lead to the discipline um, and then that'll also give you the internal motivation that is necessary to overcome the obstacles as they arise, because they certainly will. 
There's no path to success that doesn't have failure, that has obstacles, that has challenges. And so the more that you love it, the more that you have that inner fire, the more that it's going to get you to that next level, get you past this little hurdle. But if you don't care about it at all, uh, the first thing you're going to be off the horse, you're like, you know what? I'm done with that. I don't care about this at all. And your perspective is is, uh, so key around um, uh, having a quick recovery plan because I remember my first boxing coach, we would do these series of exercises and we would just always say fast transitions, fast transitions. So as I, I, I have him in my mind, as you say that, and it's so important. And if you look at Stephen Kotler's work, he says the same thing too. He's like, you know, the higher level you get into mastery and flow state, it's a well-executed to-do list with very little transition time into the next task. And it's like, it's, it's funny because it's, uh, simple, but it's also very true. So it starts with that high level vision and then engaging in a powerful way. Um, you know, I'd love to talk to you about a lot of different subjects. I know that you have to uh, run, um, but is there anything that you wish that we had talked about or that you want to leave the listeners with? I know that, you know, we'll send people to your website and then you're doing great things with the serotonin centers. Um, you know, the, the blood, I don't know, even know if we have that ability in Canada, but it'd be so useful just to know, uh, where you are with everything, right? Um, you know, where you're having someone is like, all right, what's going on with your diet? You're missing this. And because not only is it um, health optimization, but the better your body's functioning, the more uh, clear-minded you are. So if you have brain fog, all these different types of things, the ability yeah. to focus what you're putting in your body, getting the right nutrients, you know, your water, for example, oh, you're drinking city tap water that's got all kinds of crap in it. Here is a simple, because each of these subjects are so deep, right? You've looked at the water is like, what's the best yeah. water filter? What's the best sauna? So to have a guide that can at least get you the upgrade from absolutely terrible to pretty good will change your life, your wellness, oh, yeah. also your mindset. Um, and then once you have that clear mindset, it does allow you more freedom. You're going to feel better. You're going to be more positive and you're going to be, you know, if you go into the esoteric kind of like energetic field, you know, when somebody is having a really bad day, you can feel it, you know, when they're walking through the grocery store, right. Or you can be this really positive person and you just kind of want to go near that person in the aisle. Cause you know, they're smiling and they're happy. And that's why I like living in mountain towns too. Cause every time someone comes off the mountain, they're smiling ear to ear, you know, and it's a very infectious um, energy. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I mean, it's it, I I I do my best to be very programmed in a lot of the stuff that I do personally, and and we covered a lot of great stuff here. We could talk for hours on probably any one individual nugget. Uh, for us, it you know at Serotonin, you know we, we're improving health span. That's our goal, right? We just want to take people to the next level. We've been you know I've, I've been around the fitness industry for many many years, and I saw the frustrations of people that couldn't get to the next level because they were aging and they were aging and their hormones were, were reducing at a much younger age, they were having hormone drop off. It's one to 2% a year for the average male and female. And they hit this wall and they're like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I've got brain fog. I'm in my libido shot. I'm changing. I can't, I'm, I'm getting fatter. I'm, I'm working out still, but I'm not putting on muscle. Well, you're fighting a, a, a nuclear war with a rock in your hand. You, you can't win that battle. If you have, you know, if your testosterone is that of what your grandfather's is because you just have low T because of whatever the environmental conditions have created for you, you, you can only try to, hack at that until you actually have to do something therapeutic to fix it and you can fix it the great news is, is there are fixes there are wonderful fixes just lots of options um and we we talk about those with our clients we give them those options and those opportunities and that's what we do we're trying to maximize that health span making that last 10 years of your life as good as the middle 10 years of, of your life 
Amazing. Well, that's a beautiful mission. I appreciate all the work that you've done. Um, you put out a lot of great content you. and you've done a lot in your life so far. So thanks for this uh, intention. Where, if people want to learn more about you and your work in these centers, where can they go? So if they want to hear more about Serotonin Centers, it's Serotonin Centers with an S.com. And Serotonin Centers website, they've got all kinds of information about every service that we do. And then they can find me at, at Eric Casabier on Instagram. That's where I put my stories, my posts, my daily biohacks. I'll throw on some of my stuff that I'm doing. If I'm you know, having a certain type of workout, I'll put it up there. So I, it, it's, it's a, my followers are, are mostly fitness and entrepreneurs. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you having on the sh- uh, coming on the show and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Thanks everyone for watching. Peace. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely sensational Eric Cassabury. I hope that you enjoyed that show and then you were able to take home some helpful tools, insights, and perspectives on longevity, entrepreneurship, and mindset. If you like the show, please consider sharing it, leaving a review, uh, or even becoming a member at mattbelair.com. And if you want to message me personally, just go to matt at zenathlete.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to work with me personally, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, that is the place to do it. And also uh, join the email list because it's the best way to stay in touch with me and all the projects I have going on. Working on a little bit of a merch store where we can get some cool t-shirts, mugs, and stickers, some mastermind, body, and spirit swag. I hope that you'll like that. We're working on some designs right now. Also working on a retreat, a first ever retreat in Peru, which will be amazing. I got reached out with somebody who works with some indigenous people doing some great tours. I've always wanted to go to Peru. I love navigating the ancient sites, hearing from the indigenous leaders from the community, and that is what I'm working on. So we'll be working on ourselves with some retreat and some alone time and some personal reflection to really stand in our power, to know ourselves, to grow, to possibly heal, to create, to find clarity and vision and heart and connection with God and spirit and our own divine being, as well as being in a very powerful place, learning from indigenous elders as well. So if you're interested in that, hit me up, matt at zenathlete.com. The planning is in the work. So to stay up up to date with all the things going on, mattbelair.com, email list, and that's it. So thank you guys so much for listening. I sincerely appreciate you. And let's close this out by coming into a state of peace and coherence, wherever you are in the world to stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with joy, peace, contentment, courage, faith, power, and get ready to enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.